0: I have crossed the horizon to find you. I know your name. They have stolen the heart from inside you. But this does not define you. This is not who you are. You know who you are. That song is from Moana, as Aurelia shared earlier. Um, when she told me this was a series we were doing, I was really excited. <clears throat> I'll get to there in a minute. Um, I love this song so much. It's so short. Uh, it's, it's, I think, less than a minute uh, long and, and a, less than a minute scene in this movie. But I remember the first time we saw it, just immediately connecting to to what it was saying. So the song starts, it says, I have crossed the horizon to find you. This is what Moana sings. Uh, I'll do some spoilers here for you if you haven't seen it. It's been like eight years, so it's not my fault. (laughs) One of my favorite jokes to play is that people will like talking about spoilers and someone will say something about Sixth Sense I'm like oh I haven't seen that movie please don't spoil it, and it's really fun to see when I can actually get people to believe I don't know what's happened and I've not seen, I've never seen it but I really enjoy when I can get people to believe I don't know what happened in that movie, fully unrelated so sorry this is gonna be a real problem today. So Moana starts, uh, and she's singing to Taka, this uh, demon or evil spirit that they're fighting. And she has this moment of realization. But So she starts to sing. And she says, I have crossed the horizon to find you. John, the gospel writer we just heard, uh, says that that the word of the divine and the divine are one and the same have always been, have always been the same thing. The word created everything. So everything that has ever been created came straight from the word, which has always been the same as the divine. She goes on to say, I know your name. The psalmist reminds us in different, the psalmist, psalmists, there's multiple of them, say in different places that God, uh, you know, with a nonlinear concept of time has known us from the beginning of time to the end of time. That God knows and will always know us. She sings next, they have stolen the heart from inside you, but this does not define you. And I'm reminded of Ezekiel when he he talks about, he shares a message of a, a heart of stone being turned to a heart of flesh because of the love and the grace and the mercy of God at work in the lives of the people of Israel. It finishes and says, this does not define you. You know who you are. This is not who you are. You know who you are. I'm reminded of the disciples who come to Jesus like, hey, man, there's this guy over here and he is doing this stuff and like, and he's saying it's in your name, but he's not with us. And I got to imagine Jesus is just like smirking. He's like, okay. Is he against us? Is he like speaking against us? Is he doing it and they like no he's he's with us man like let's let's all move forward let's go uh or um when when uh he makes the statement at another place in in a gospel where he says that, hey, my family is not these flesh and blood these people, my family are the people who are doing the work of God, the work of the divine in the world that's who my family is that's who belongs to me and with me. I can't ever say enough. But all sacred texts from different faith traditions are written to particular people in particular places in particular times. Uh, No one sharing and then writing down these stories knew that I'd be finding a glimpse of the divine in a Disney song uh, and then pulling them out to compare them line by line. But here we are. It's one of my favorite games to play. So when Aurelia said this was the the series we were doing, it's like, oh hell yeah, I like to make stuff about God that's not about God. Uh, when when I was in college and I was a much bigger theology nerd slash snob than I am now, uh, it, we, we talked a lot about how if everything has its existence from this singular divine entity, then every existing thing has to flow back up to that. You have to be able to see it. The Imago Dei, which Aurelia talks about all the time so, so where is the image of God in these people and places and songs and movies and books and all of these things where is the image of God so we'll be watching something or listening to something and I'll say to Hillary something like oh that's about Jesus and she rolls her eyes because um, not because she doesn't think it is but it's my favorite game it's my favorite it's her favorite game that I play she loves it she doesn't ever get tired of it so um, it's a lot of fun um, but, but immediately, I already said this, but when, when I were watching this movie and I heard that song, I was like, oh, man. Like, yes, Moana is singing it to Taka, who we're going to find out is the same entity as Tafiti. But that's the song of the creator singing to their creation. Uh, I've crossed the horizon to find you. So I apologize uh, for, for the spoiler there, but yeah, Taka, uh, this evil spirit they're fighting, we find out is Tefiti, this this uh, creative divine being that they've been trying to save, to restore throughout the course of the movie. But, so that song uh, where he says, I've crossed the horizon to find you. I know your name. They've stolen the heart from inside you. This does not define you. You know who you are. For years in the evangelical world, I was bombarded with the message like, you are God's, you belong to God. And I, I, I believe it was said and meant to be a comfort. But I oftentimes received it almost as a threat. And sometimes that was more about me, probably, than about who was saying it. But at least sometimes in the cultural context of that world, I heard it a lot of, you belong to God, so you're not going to hell. Isn't that great? You belong to God, but what if you didn't? Sure would suck. You belong to God, but all those other people don't. Aren't you glad you're better than them? Often I didn't know who I was. I'm one of a large number of people in the world who live with multiple mental health disorders. And I have, throughout different points in my life, struggled with identity. What does it mean to be who I am? Last week at a family gathering, my sister called me our family's minister, and she meant it kindly, but, but I immediately rejected it. I spent so long trying to assert that kind of position in my family uh, and, and then seeing its flaws, and I'm, and I'm really just now feeling like I'm in a place where I'm comfortable offering spiritual and emotional support to members of my family, wherever they may happen to be in that journey. I currently work as a bereavement coordinator, a bookseller, and a creative preaching pastor. Uh, And I have to make sure that I don't make those things my identity because I've done that before. I do those kinds of work out of who I am because I enjoy them because they represent parts of who I am. But I've been in a place where I've done the reverse, where I've made my work my identity. Uh, And it doesn't go well. Uh, I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but not really a good plan. So, uh, you know, look into that. It's okay to to be good at and like what you do, maybe 40 hours a week or more. But uh, in my experience, making that my entire identity has never been good for me. My identity as a parent and a partner feels constantly in in flux as, as I grow and change, and so do those other people. Am I being gentle enough? Am I being firm enough? Am I showing and sharing love in a healthy way? Am I expressing my needs without being damaging or rude, being angry? Um, As a cis queer man in a passing marriage, uh, I'm trying to figure out where and how I can fit into queer spaces. I have privilege because I came out late in life and I don't always seem anything as besides straight at first glance. I don't want to take away from others, but I desperately want to belong. But I also find fear in seeking out those spaces. Last night in Colorado, five people were shot and killed at an LGBT club. So I long to be in those spaces. I don't feel as though I fit at times, and I have fear of being in those places just for wanting to be who I am. It's hard to have all those things exist inside me at the same time. But I would imagine I'm not the only one who experiences that. That from time to time, we find these warring identities inside of us, trying to figure out which one is real, which one fits, which one am I supposed to be. Uh, I want to take a moment, too, and say that I'm thankful for my sister reminding me that today is Trans Day of Remembrance, uh, where we um, take a moment and remember our transgender uh, brothers and sisters, non-binary siblings and loved ones who exist around us, who are in our life, the, the transgender people that I know are some of the bravest people that I've ever known. But I know there are too many of them that I and so many others will never know. Because they historically and right now are not in a place that is safe to be who they are. To know who you are. And have so many people whether religiously or culturally, tell you that you're wrong and tell you that actually that separates you from knowing the love of the divine. Devastatingly damaging. I have to remind myself that um, in our earliest stories of Scripture, God isn't described with any genitalia and and in my own life because i've seen and heard god discuss so much as masculine i swing to the other end and i regularly use feminine pronouns for god and that's good but need to be reminded that god is neither but encompasses all transgender people know who they are and to, to not feel just rejected but persecuted because of that saying that white male God could never and would never love them and accept them and be with them to so be separated from that divine creator. God has crossed the horizon to find each and every person In the Christian tradition, we'll head soon into the Advent season, which is a season of remembering and expecting that again. Not only does the divine know who we are, but reminds us that we know who we are. We can reject the interpretation that our heart is sick and says we should stay away from intuition and self-knowing and know that there are those in power who have made our hearts sick with their rejection and manipulation. So if you ever wonder who you are, remember that you are not defined by a story about a man, a woman, a piece of fruit, a snake, and an angry sky daddy. Skip back to the page before. We're defined by a creator who created all things and said that they were good and said that we were good. I know who you are. Hillary tells our kids all the time, you are perfect and whole, made in the image of God without flaw or defect. You know who you are. This is who you are. Amen.